With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Poker Face, Season 1, Episode 9, Escape from Shit Mountain is over. We're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. My name is Grace. I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Ariel. Uh, Ariel, can I have my wallet back, please? Damn it, you keep remembering. <laughs> uh, I hid it in a tree well that I'm pretty sure no one else knows about, so I'm sad that you remembered. You're, uh, you're, you're, so, uh, you're, so, you're so good at uh, pickpocketing me across uh, literally state and country. Across yeah. multiverses when it comes yeah. to what are the characters on this, on this yeah. Uh, episode? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we're not alone. Of course, we like to pull in uh, a guest. Uh, I guess we're kind of like Charlie traversing across the country, picking up uh, people and counting people as we go. Uh, so we found this individual uh, in, a, in a cabin, a motel on a mountain. Uh, it's Todd the Librarian. Todd, how you doing? I'm doing well, but hearing you compare yourself to Charlie, knowing what happens to people that Charlie encounters, I'm a little scared <laughs> about what's going to happen after I get off this podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I, you could be the well, yeah. That's not true. You're either going to go to jail or you're the murder. You get murdered. So. Yeah, it's the thing we always joked about a uh, back in the day with murder. She wrote where you're Jessica Fletcher. Like if you knew Jessica Fletcher, she's coming. You should be scared because either you're going to get accused yeah. of a murder or you're going to get murdered if you're friends with Jessica Fletcher. So I feel it's uh, people who get in your death magnet, Charlie, need to beware. Yeah. So uh, we're chatting about Poker Face, posterrecaps.com slash Poker Face. Make sure you're subscribed to the feed. One more episode uh, uh, next week, the finale of season one. Season finale did get renewed for two seasons, so it'd be very fun. Um, But Todd, we have been chatting about this show uh, weekly now. The first four episodes dropped and then each individual individual episode afterwards. But uh, what have you made of uh, Poker Face? I have loved it. I am just like I'm totally enamored with this show. Uh, I love Ryan's Johnson stuff. I've loved pretty much everything I've ever seen from him. I love Natasha Leone. Uh, but this show, 
being like Ryan Johnson's take on Columbo just really speaks to me as someone who was a child in the days when Columbo was still airing and getting to watch Columbo and that sort of stuff. It really hits that nostalgia factor for me to a certain degree, but also just how inventive and playful they've been with the format. Like um, very few episodes follow the format the same way twice. They usually have at least a little bit of a span. They're always doing something a little different. This episode is a prime example. Uh had no clue <laughs> what was what was going to happen. Uh mm. so yeah, it's it's been great. It's smart. It's funny. Uh the the episode with the racist dog is my favorite episode because it is also Ariel's hilarious. Yeah, I know every every time Ariel uh champions episode of the podcast, I'm like, yes, yes. Uh because... Justice for Megaton. <laughs> uh because that, that episode just made me laugh so much all the way through. But it's also really smart and inventive with the, you know, the her tasting the wood and the orchestra stuff going on. So, yeah, I just I've loved pretty much everything about the show. So I've been really excited to come on here and talk about it with y'all. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, Escape from Shit Mountain. Uh, Joseph <laughs> Gordon-Levitt is, I guess it was definitely Zoo. Uh, JGL himself. Yeah, uh, Stephanie Zoo nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actor at the upcoming yes. Academy Awards, which we're talking about daily. Uh, what would you make of uh, of episode nine? The the penultimate episode. Penultimate, not the yes. The the, penultimate maybe it's the anti-anti-no, no, no. That's just, I, I was thinking <laughs> A-N-T-I-A-N-T-E penultimate. Yes. But anyway, right. uh, the... I thought it was great. I think especially coming on the heels of last episode, which was also a great episode in a different way and was, and these two for sure have felt to me different than some of the, not that there have been any episodes that felt like overly formulaic, but definitely there were ones, you know, you have your personal preferences as we were getting into. Uh, and this one just feels different. And the idea of Charlie, you know, in the, I think it was episode, was it episode five with, uh, Esapatha Markison and, uh, and Judith Light, whatever episode that was, where like she mm -hmm. was, was in danger, and mm -hmm. here it was like that, but more because she's basically the victim. Like there is another victim that they discover, but she kind of becomes the the victim of the episode. And I thought that was so smart. I don't mean to like ask this question as like uh, mm -hmm. any sort of like you know gotcha or whatever, but but did you you know uh, did you folks think that it was Charlie who got hit when when we're in the beginning of the episode and Not there's at someone all. at the door? Yeah. Nope. Not I, even close. The hand, the hand were quite dark, and so I, I did think it was somebody else. But then it was because she's like full of, she's got like mud on her, I guess, from the like the hole. I assumed it was, it was like, a man. I didn't. I did I didn't. too. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. did. And then, and then, obviously, when the like when the Nevada car comes, when the like the license plate, when her her car pulls up, I thought that that was going to be uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Benjamin Bratt. Like that was my sort of prediction. Uh, but I wasn't sure where Charlie was in this whole thing. I was like, waiting for her to be a motel employee or something. So yeah, yeah. Originally, I thought she was going to wind up being like the new person delivering his food. After you stop oh, seeing the person deliver yeah, the food and see him do the no tip thing, I thought that was going to be her at some point. Uh, Hold, putting it right outside, like not on the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, but and and the thing is, I did while he was while he was driving. I mean, we'll get into it. But while we, to this exact point, uh, when George and Jason uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's character is mm -hmm. driving, I was like, oh god, he's gonna hit someone. And then it was oh. like. Yeah. No, but like it can't because that would be expected, but he did. But the fact that it was Charlie was the twist. So like, I love yeah. that they always find a way to like keep you guessing or, you know, make you think you're wrong. Yeah, it's it's very fun. So let's dive into it. So we start on this, like we're in this snowy mountain and we see uh, Joseph Gordon-Levin's character who will learn his name is Trey. He's on the stationary bike, drinking a smoothie. 
He's playing golf. He's playing virtual reality driving and he's getting this food delivery. And although he plays friendly, he delivers no tip. I do love the sad, the sad music when he gives no tip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe those, uh, the app should start uh, uh, using that because yeah. Um, and so we see he does the same routine sort of every day, but he starts to get more and more frustrated with it. He's drinking a little bit more at night. He's dumping his smoothie down the drain. And this time the man has left the delivery uh, uh, that he's ordered a little bit too far out the gate. And so we learned that he has an ankle monitor off uh, as yesterday. I like keep his foot um, in mm -hmm. the confines of his house, which and he's that's not where we first able to do. It, right? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I was not... I was thinking maybe I had missed it, but it was such a funny introduction to that to that yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah no, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the episode twice just to to make sure, and I played closest to the, the very beginning. And like anytime you see a shot of his ankle, like on the bike, it was the opposite ankle. So anytime you actually got could have seen it it was obscured so that's right. smart that's smart right so uh he grabs some rum he's having a bad day sits down and his beeper goes like it sort of like turns off his ankle monitor and so he gets a call the system's going to be out for the night there's this bad storm but the parole officer says don't do anything stupid i'll check up on you in the morning it's a bad call from the parole officer todd to have called him to be like hey the beeper's not working. I feel like he should be like, just so you know, the beeper is actually still working, even if it's not lighting up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, especially if he has any uh, experience with Trey at all, you would think. I mean, yeah. he does tell Trey not to do anything effing stupid, but uh, obviously Trey is not going to listen to that. So, yeah, I think it probably wasn't a good call for him to be a uh, really confirming that Trey could leave the premises uh, if he wanted to. Ariel, I don't know if this show has acknowledged COVID at all, but come on, Trey, you have to be used to being locked down by now. You know, <laughs> we went through it. We this is we all get in this part of the lockdown. We're a little stir crazy, you know. Yeah, yeah. The uh, like the stubble, like it started to. It felt like oh no, it felt like too familiar. I was like, yeah. the things that it yeah. was just. Um, you know, the that smoothie did not look good. He needed to add yeah. like something else, you know, or at least something else to vary it up for yourself. Who wants to drink the same smoothie every day? I mm -hmm. I do have to ask, uh, does Trey seem like someone who actually would have followed COVID protocols though? Oh, I'm not sure that Trey seems like someone who would have followed COVID very protocols. Very good point. Yeah, that's Trey probably is... why he got nervous about Chloe because it happened during COVID. <laughs> yeah, Trey, Trey has a Trey has a big old bubble, I think. Uh, yeah, so uh, so Trey's gonna go into his garage. He's gonna drive his uh, Lamborghini. He's gonna narrowly miss a deer, but he is gonna hit someone. He gets out. He chucks the bottle into the forest. He does check on the body, but as this car is coming, he sort of like panics and puts who we'll find out to be Charlie in the back of his uh, trunk and grabs his side mirror as well. Um, Ariel, there's a different show we, we talk about where like yesterday, uh, this earlier this week, we were chatting about like somebody who who doesn't quite kill somebody. And maybe that was a bit, I feel like this is part of, I think, Trey's big mistake. And I don't want Charlie to die, but right. I think you got to check if Charlie's dead or not. Yeah. If you're going to do the thing, you got to yeah. be, you got to be like Angela Bassett. When you put a body thing. in your secret hidey hole. Yeah, you, know, you, you like sure that that's you go through body. the trouble of and I guess the, yeah. the only thing you can say in fairness was like, you know, he was uh, sh he was scared because there was that truck coming and he wanted to get caught. Yeah. But like in, then you have to drag yeah, the, the motel, yeah. the hidey hole, the tree. Well, like, dude, come on, yeah. check the body. I mean, I, I have never done that. I can't say uh -huh. that I have any experience doing that, but you got to check the body. Yeah. Um. So uh, we will meet uh, Jimmy. Uh, this was played by David Castaneda. Um, he is a Trey's old friend 
And um, so he shows up at the motel. The car shows up. He says, it's so good to see you. And you could tell immediately that they're like, they have a rocky relationship. So what do you think is going to happen here, Trey? He's like, I need to use the spot. And they, they he does, for all it's worth, that he's like uh, icy cold, uh, much like the weather, to uh, to Jim or to Trey. He also does help him move what he presumes to be a dead body into a hole, uh, Todd. Yeah, uh, I think you have you know, some sympathy for his character as the episode goes on, but he he is complicit in Trey's crimes. Uh, but it could also just be a little thing like he was complicit in the initial crime because he thought that he was partially responsible. Yeah, and if he doesn't help Trey now, is that going to come up? If Trey goes down, is he going to go down? So right. I think he's operating out of fear more than anything. But still, he he does try to help trade cover yeah. uh, a second uh, death yeah so uh they decide to head inside they're gonna grab a drink um and uh and uh coconut rum seems to be the drink of choice ariel for trey you coconut rum fan? are you a rum fan at all i am not uh i've had some either. delicious rum drinks when made for me by uh people that i trust but this in is general, just straight coconut rum it seems this is like you can like taste it. i'm like oh it looks uh, cheap I, yeah too it yeah was clearly like cheap, clearly yeah. it's uh it's something that stays with you as we find out <laughs> later when, yeah. uh, when uh charlie tastes it that's true yeah i do love coconut scented things but not coconut rum. i agree yeah um so we find out that jimmy has inherited this place from his father Trace says the place hasn't changed a bit uh, Jimmy says, neither have you. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so he says, J Trey's kind of sort of like trying to mend this relationship, uh, explaining what happened. He, um, some a-hole went whistleblower <laughs> and accused him of insider trading and he took the fall. So he's six months into a 14 month sentence. And I, I like this, Jimmy's like, you on phone arrest too? It's yeah. Killer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use that. I think I'm going to, a lot of people, I have ADHD and I don't text people back a lot. I think, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on phone arrest. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Do you have phone <laughs> DHD? That's right. That's right. Um, and so there's some stuff, some stuff here that we don't like totally get into, I feel like. But Trey's like, you know, I was embarrassed. And Jimmy says, oh, like you're humiliated to be back. And Trey's like, no, it's not like that. You're like family to me. And I didn't want you to know I'm under like house arrest. So obviously, Todd, as you alluded to, there is this like backstory that we're going to, you know, the story of Chloe and how she died and that, um, you know, Jimmy was sold them cocaine and it was bad. He Trey tells him it was bad cocaine. But there's this vibe that I don't know that we really do much with throughout the rest of the episode of like the the, the nature of the town. Like the small is it is it just that like Chloe's dead and. Trey's gone on to like been able to sort of move on. I mean, when he comes back after thinking he's gotten away with all of their murders and is like, like he's like, that's how you do it. And I'm like, that's a, that's, you did murder. That's a, you did murder. But this idea of like, he's moved on from Jimmy. I feel like, yeah, it's like definitely in there, but I don't know how, like, you know, for me, if there's like, sort of like the episode takes a step down from maybe some of the like really, really strong ones, it's kind of in this stuff. Maybe it's just flavor, I guess, for the two of them and their relationship. Right. Yeah, I, I think the thing that kind of uh, stands out to me is whenever they're having their confrontation towards the end and Trey says, we've been friends forever. And a, uh, and Charlie says, BS, you know, right. just reflexively. So yeah. so Trey is like lying whenever he says they've been friends. I feel like Trey is someone who has probably used Jimmy over the years, but he definitely hasn't, you know, thought of him as an actual friend. Maybe they were friends at one point in time, but then Trey got too too big and yeah, can't send, or maybe he was. Oh, I mean, the fact that you know he lied basically 
lied and blamed Jimmy for Chloe's death kind of also kind of points to the fact that he wasn't a good friend to begin with. So I feel mm -hmm. like there's definitely some stuff to point to the fact that Trey was more of a user than anything else. Like he, he talks about how, you know, Jimmy, he looked at him as a big brother and he protected him. So I think he could like maybe like use Jimmy in that sort of way as like kind of an older, older friend, big brother to kind of like, you know, have his back whenever he, you know, was a douche, like he tends mm -hmm. to be and mm -hmm. needed someone. But I think it's definitely much more of a, yeah, I'm going to use you whenever I, I need you. Whenever I don't, you know, just throw you in the garbage type of uh, mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. I'll throw you in a hidey hole. Um, so, um, <laughs> There's a moment here when they're chatting and the lights go out and it says it's the power. And obviously the power going out seems to affect like the ankle monitor. Um, is there any other, so this is the thing lastly where I feel like sometimes Ryan Johnson might be throwing in like a few red herrings of like stuff that might, might matter. I know somebody else said like, yeah, I, I yeah, I really thought the, the bust from last week was going to matter. Like with the one that she spills the fake blood jam on. Um, does, am I wrong? Did I miss something? The power doesn't come back into play really other than the power comes back on around no so, not like a glass onion but it just it keeps cutting in and out i don't i didn't just I didn't really maybe for dramatic out. effect i guess yeah because i think the, the other times it, it cuts whenever a uh morty picks up the stabby stick and figures out it's not a stabby stick it cuts right then uh it cuts right before <laughs> right before Stupid. trey shoots yeah. jimmy like basically they're in the dark whenever uh, yeah. so maybe trey's able to pull the gun more easily because he's in the dark so jimmy didn't react i don't know but it did seem to be more like for just dramatic uh, lighting dramatic effects effect. than anything else yeah i definitely thought there was going to be something with the power but because it had like in that moment because like what it gave me in that moment was like we were going to like the lights would come back on and someone would be dead ariel but we don't get that uh, yes, either. Or maybe some way, you know, it's Ryan Johnson. So I was thinking like glass onion, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into, no spoilers, but the way yeah. that the power cutout play comes into play in that. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, Trey offers him a bunch of money, you know, and uh, Jimmy says, it's the same thing since we were kids, you just come in and give me money to solve problems. And then Trey says, yeah, well, I went to Harvard, not effing Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad friend. They're kind of both, yeah. I mean, Jimmy uh, Trey is the worst friend, uh, uh, for sure. Yeah. So there's a knock yeah. at the door, and Jimmy grabs a gun from the drawer, and he says, "The there's it can't be anybody other than the person we probably just hit because the roads in are all shut down." And so you open the door, and there's this person lying on the ground. They sort of breathe. Jimmy goes to potentially shoot them when another car shows up and it has the Nevada license license plate. We know it's Charlie's car, but we don't see who gets out of the car. Uh, yeah, I thought this was going to be, I just was thinking, okay, let's tie in back um, the overarching story. And I thought for some reason, somehow uh, uh, Benjamin Bratt's character, I think his name is Cliff Legend. Great name. Um, <laughs> I thought it would be Cliff, but uh, it ends up being uh, who we know as Morty um, throughout the episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the idea that like, it's I actually thought that a person had found the body, then knocked on the door and was now like taunting them. Like, I know what you did last summer. But yeah, the idea yeah, that it was the thought. body, I was like, oh, my God, this yeah. is crazy. Like, it, yeah. 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 Uh, All right. So we flash back as we like to do. Charlie is driving. I love this. Looky here. More trees. Cool. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, People walking by. There's probably even more trees over there, over that way. Uh, and, uh, she's going to meet, I don't know if this character is named, but this like attractive man, brawny man. Yeah. Try, uh, she's like, no, I'm just trying to get off these never ending mountains from hell. He's like, why would you want to leave? She's like, good question. As he's like taking off his shirt. And, uh, uh, I uh, Charlie house has a very strict, no second location policy. He's very smart. 
But she says, uh, well, we do all have to go sometime. As he says, he's getting undressed. <laughs> Just let me fold up my map. Oh, great. More trees. Terrific. And they're going to have uh, some some seemingly many months together where they just hang out and smoke and swim and look at the mountains. Todd seems lovely. Yeah. Uh, this is also the sequence where uh, she mentions that she's been kind of a death magnet the past year, which yeah. I like the fact that Charlie is referencing that. And this is also where uh, she's talking about she doesn't like the, the forest because the smell of pine trees yeah. reminds her of, you know, Shitty Christmas memories. Shitty Christmas memories. And he's like, oh, Proustian. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, which sets up <laughs> something later on in the episode, too. Right. So. right. True. Uh, a good catch. Yeah. So they're going to hang out Magic Mountain. But then it turns into February and she's splashed with slush. We've had a lot of slush here in Toronto. They're like really mm -hmm. gross. Like we had a ton of snow and now it's all like kind of melting. It's a little warm. And I hate it. I hate the slush and her getting splashed with the slush. I didn't like it. She's uh, cleaning windows to try and get paid. The attendant tells her she can't be here. Just a couple more window shields and I can get to Denver. And she slips and falls. And the story meets Stephanie Azu uh, playing Morty Bernstein. Ariel. It was very fun. <laughs> I didn't recognize her at first. And oh. it actually was. Uh, it wasn't until later on when they're sitting in the car that I recognized her voice. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that's her. Because, you know, we had yeah. talked about she was going to be on. And, you know, with this show, I can only keep track of so many people who's going to be on which episode. And I was so happy. I was like, wow, look at her. She looks so different without, you know, the sex paraphernalia in her hands. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> everything everywhere all at yeah, once. Yeah, that's Jobu Topaki. Come yeah, on, let's put some respect on her known. name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, it's, of course, a pleasure to see her and hear her. Yeah. So uh, she's like, dude, you effing white. Where are you headed? And I love Charlie saying sea level. Uh, <laughs> and so... Uh, uh, Todd Morty is going to agree to fill up the tank in exchange for a ride. And Charlie says, That's great, I just need my wallet back. Uh, so they, <laughs> they head inside where she's going to pay for the tank of gas with the uh, Mortimer Bernstein uh, credit card. Yeah, I like the guess it's like, uh, if I run this, will I never see you? Are you taking her away? Yeah. <laughs> never yeah. see you again. He's like, He like cannot swipe that card fast enough. Uh -huh. Like, the yeah. fact that Charlie won't be around anymore if he. Yeah, does the slightly illegal thing. Yeah, and this is where we get introduced. There's missing signs for a Chloe Jones, who Charlie says has a very memorable name uh, later, which I guess Chloe Jones, a memorable name. I think Morty yeah. Bernstein is a more memorable name. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Um, so they're heading down the mountain. Uh, she's asking uh, Morty, what brought you to Shit Mountain? She's like, bored, so I follow the snow, but that life ain't cheap. <laughs> and uh, I love Charlie saying, I'm similarly nomadic, minus the kleptomania. Uh, and Mort immediately says, yeah, but I don't do sex stuff. Uh, <laughs> so talk about uh, putting chains on the tires. And Morty says, no, nah, chains are a, a myth by big automotive. Uh, they immediately swerve to uh, hit a deer, and they end up in the ditch in the snowbank. This is my worst fear, is getting snuck just in the middle of nowhere on the ditch no in my phone. car. And you no know phone. me, you know me with my low powered phone. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no good, Todd. This is this is a nightmare to be on the middle of a mountain stuck. Yeah. 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 Uh many, many years ago when I was in uh 
think high school or college. I was on like a, a church trip and our vans broke down in the middle of nowhere. It's like it's late at night. And no. it was one of those it's a stretch of road where you go to like hit the, the scan on the radio dial to find a station and it just cycles endlessly because there are no radio There's stations. Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> There's nowhere. Yep. Yep. Uh so yeah, so I'm familiar with this feeling like what are we going to do? But at least we weren't in snow. I think the snow makes it even even worse. Yeah, yeah. And the cold. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie looks like absolutely freezing when she's uh, she's there. Morty's going to walk back to the to the gas station. Wallet. And then has to give her wallet back. Yeah. I uh, I love this yeah. sequence just because whenever a uh, Charlie asks a lot back to look on Morty's face, she's so sullen. Like, oh, I just remember. But then as she throws it to Charlie and Charlie calls a clip to freak, she gets this little mischievous smile on her face. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. It's just like, like you do acting, know me. Yeah. Yeah. The acting by Stephanie Sue in this whole thing is just amazing. I just love everything with her. One thing I would say is that the reason that Charlie stays in the car and not Morty is because if Morty stays in the car, Charlie's pretty sure she's going to steal her car, which I would beg the question, how does Charlie think Morty will get the car out of the ditch? And if she could do it on her own, couldn't she do it with Charlie and they could therefore get the car out of the ditch together? Yeah, that had crossed my mind as well. I think, but Charlie's Charlie's fear is she asks asks Morty, "Are you going to steal my car?" And Morty lies, and she knows she's lying. Yeah. So in Charlie's yeah. mind, like, okay, she has a plan. I don't know yeah. what the plan yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is, but she might steal my car while I'm gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's you know, yeah, little uh, yeah. I'm like, well, she thinks she can steal it by her own. Certainly together, they might be able to like push the car out or whatever. But anyway, um. So Charlie's been in the car for forever. She's freezing. She decides to get out. She sees the deer. She like has a weird moment, Ariel, with the with the deer. Uh, they like make eye contact. Uh, yeah, right. And yeah. then she'll doesn't she say later like, oh, yeah. I thought the deer was it was a warning a message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was although although she thought it was a moose, she thought it was some sort of moose. Was <laughs> <laughs> That's like, not correction. a moose. Like correction. That's a stag. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if there's anyone who can see through bullshit, even if it's in an a different kind of animal it's charlie yeah so charlie does get run over uh uh trey misses the deer hits charlie this is horrific i feel like this is like we got pretty dark in sort of like like the episode five like the uh, time of the monkey episode uh and certainly like last week actually last week's episode is very dark this is pretty dark. charlie just getting hit by a car and dumped in a hole is pretty dark for even for poker face yeah. i was like are we watching dark the show dark. Yeah, that's right that's right uh as she uh is able to crawl out and sit by the door and we end up revealing that she is the one who is uh was thrown in the hole i do love it she turns over and she's she's more to get out of her car and she goes are, are you me <laughs> yeah so they're trying to keep charlie awake uh she's asking if she just died on shit mountain uh, and they're like, no. And she's like, no, I died on shit, man. <laughs> she's yeah. like so concussed. Yeah. And, yeah. and she also says, I've always been the caretaker, which is a reference to The Shining. Right. So I just had like, there's a horror movie right. reference. I had to call it out. We can right. proceed. <laughs> yeah. She says, hey, hello, little Twiggy friend. Where did you come from? Uh, uh, Jessica Gordon Levitt Trace says, like, can we, can we be serious? Let's focus. She says, Mr. Serious Focus Man. Hello. Uh, she's so funny here. Um, so they're trying to figure out what happened. Ultimately, like, um, you know, uh she is going to recall i believe here yeah that she uh she remembers seeing these lights come then her body exploded in pain just so much of stars 
And then she saw herself as a kid at the Anaheim Shores Beach Club. And she's like, I hated that place. And if that's where I went in my dying moments, that's very confusing for me. What if it was the happiest moment of my life? Uh, that's horrific. She's so depressed. She's like, oh my God, is it the happiest moment of my life? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is a depressing thought. Yeah. But she was in a Smurf at Monikini. Why wouldn't that be the happiest moment of her I life? I don't know. Yeah. Well, good news for Trey. As, as he says, Charlie has a case of CRS. Can't remember shit. Um, the roads are closed. Uh, Trey has to get home, um, and he but he's worried that if uh, the cops get involved, they're going to find the spot. Although Trey, that's what Jimmy's worried about. Trey is more like they can't find the spot. That's why it's the spot, you know. Uh, and Charlie also decides she does not want cops involved because, as we know, she's on the run. Um, and uh, yeah, so and then once again, Morty is stolen. <laughs> Morty is stolen Charlie's wallet uh, once again. Um. So Jimmy sets him up in a room. They'll figure this all out in the morning. Um, although uh, Charlie, uh, her leg is very hurt and she can't, she can't walk. You kind of hear it snap when she tries to awful. move. I was like, oh, I didn't need <laughs> yeah. that Foley artist. That's yeah. yeah. Well, they'll just make a split. And uh, 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 Morty goes to use a Santique and Charlie says, no, we'll just use my stabby stick, which turns out <laughs> not to be a stick. It turns out to be a bone tie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a name. bone it's yeah. it's a bone throw her a bone yeah. well they try to throw her a bone but she's like no this is a bone <laughs> yeah. um it's and i was trying to tell if there was like a weird i guess that's like a socket thing it looked like there was kind of like an eye on it i couldn't really i'm not a bone expert i'm not well, I wasn't i never watched the show bones but um <laughs> you're not a bonologist right but uh it was so cool i'm like what mm -hmm. i did one of these where i i myself recoiled but i wasn't yeah. sure why i was recoiling i was like what is it someone tell me <laughs> i guess it's like a femur because so the the yeah, thing that um uh that morty realizes is that it must be chloe jones because there are metal pins in the leg and one time uh, Chloe had shown Morty the metal pins in her leg after she got her. Or maybe it's a different friend. Is that true? Yeah. I, think, uh, I, think I can't. She might, I thought it, she was talking about herself. Like she recognized the pins, but no, she. Uh, there was a friend. A friend had broken his leg because he showed her the X-rays, and that's how uh, she. That's right. That's so right. how do they figure out that that's is that Jimmy who like how come Jimmy? How does it get revealed that it's Chloe Jones who has like so a, had a leg? Uh, well, uh, I think her leg. I don't think they ever necessarily confirmed that. Chloe did have pins in her leg, but they knew that she was a snowboarder. And a uh, the accident that caused Morty's friend to get the pins was from a snowboarding accident. So they just made some leaps in logic. The plus fact they found bones of a missing there's a missing person. Yeah, yeah. So yeah they made some, they made some leaps and there's some leaps in logic for sure. I All do right. want to say as as Charlie is like going, oh, there was that sign that person with the catchy name like Jackie Jazz or Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Jazz or Claudia is a great. That's a great. Those are great. It's a great line read. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. like yeah, those are the catchiest names I can think of. Jackie Jazz yeah. and Claudia. Well, part of the thing here will be that there's a $75,000 reward for finding uh, Chloe Jones, having information. And so Morty would really, really like the reward. Um, so uh, as the two guys leave, uh, uh, Charlie does notice that Trey adjusts his, his pant leg. He has an ankle monitor on. Um, so Charlie would like Morty to stop stealing for literally one second, has bad mojo about these guys. This is a second location. I do love Morty being like, I kind of think the whole motel counts as one location. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's, uh, attracted to rich guys and who cares if he's wearing an ankle monitor? Cause the people who wear those are mostly rich guys who do like crimes anyway. Um, 
And so Charlie's going to say, like, what are the odds of me dying and getting dumped next to a body? Like, you know, it's, you know, that spot is hard to find. Whoever buried her there also put Chloe Jones there. Uh, but uh, Morty's going to say, well, the thing with a hit and run is that most people run. Uh, but Charlie says there's nowhere to run. Um, so she's willing to stay and figure this out as long as they get to split the reward. Uh, and they try to call it in, but the phone lines are dead, Ariel. I guess no, is that that's no power, I guess. So maybe that's it. Yeah, that's okay. Guess, yeah, that's like okay. I know you, sometimes you I just need to thing. read through the rest of my week. <laughs> like figure to do to I had watched the whole thing and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I get yeah, right? That's it, right? There's yeah. like the phone lines down, the power's yeah, they, out. They wanted to keep it a little you have to introduce the extra wrinkle of like why don't they just call the police right away kind of thing. All right. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So we get a scene with Trey and Jimmy. Uh, uh, Trey is like so furious that this has happened, but Jimmy's like just double the reward and they won't say anything. Um, it sounds like Jimmy uh, also took money from Trey to cover up all the Chloe stuff. Uh, but now he's trying to like play victim 10 years later. Um, and Jimmy isn't worried that they'll leave, but Trey does see, uh, uh, uh Morty try head to the hidey hole. This is bad news for, for Morty. Were you worried for Morty at this point, Todd? I, I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was very, very worried because um, you know, again, supporting cast doesn't have any sort of guarantee on their survival, and we've seen supporting cast members that seem to be they're not in harm's way at the beginning of the episode get you know blown up by a crock pot towards the end of the episode, whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was really nervous for Morty at this moment, especially because I loved her and I wanted her to stick around to come back later on as part of Charlie's you know super friends team that yeah. you're always theorizing about. Yeah, been great, but yeah sadly no no i don't think it will be uh her um so trey does follow her uh ariel they follow the tracks but this is i thought this was very clever they play up the wall a bit but what they essentially do here is be able to sort of fool us into ah morty got trey's 
gun. This was very good. So he's not able to get one yes, up on her. The twist that she would use her kleptomania for good. Yeah. <laughs> or, at least, yeah. or at least for self-protection. self-protection. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, good, good, maybe not. <laughs> it's like smart. And then she figured out. And what I loved about this is basically now you kind of split the group up and you've introduced mm-hmm. the two separate people who are in danger, one of whom has a superpower, but is like severely compromised yes and uh morty who has no superpower and two menacing figures and you're not sure what's going to happen so it's actually it it reminded me a little bit grace of when you were talking about how like other characters might come back and team up this felt like a like a fun team up but then like no they're both in danger i'm at this point i'm fully invested also, Morty is as selfish as they come and is like willing to buy. Perfect uh, for to Charlie. Get... <laughs> kind yeah. of. <laughs> well, not really. She's going to get the car. She looks like she's going to leave. She's just going to leave, I think, without Charlie. I don't. I don't. Oh, uh, is there uh, a plan to bring Charlie into the loop here? Oh, no, right? Not even remotely, I'm no. sure. Because she's like, oh, I can get this car and then I can probably go and collect reward anyway. Because yeah. why would Morty keep her word? Um, yeah, what I do like about this is Morty does come off as someone who's very, very intelligent, very sharp. Like never yeah. Charlie makes a connection about, oh, I was stumped and the person who hit me is the same person that killed Chloe. Morty's like, yeah, I figured that out 10 minutes ago. I mean, catch, catch up. And she like finds the spot. She yeah, like, true. takes pictures of the shoes and realizes, oh, he left the tracks. And she's like putting the pieces together herself. Still, yeah. So Morty is with it. And so I was at this point thinking, okay, I would say something. Okay, Morty has a chance of getting out of this. They're showing Morty to be pretty smart and competent. She might actually be able to survive this somehow. But I was no. wrong. No, I mean, yeah, she does. Like you know, she's got the ride, and then this is brutal. He like smashes her head into the steering wheel, and then uh, it's going to just uh, send her off the cliff. This yeah, is like that Charlie brutal. thing where like you say she's like so brazen and he's like no you have yeah. to like pretend a yeah. little bit more because yeah. you're in danger and but you have a gun you have a gun hold the gun to him no, yeah yeah i don't on. like people standing near the window when i'm in the passenger side even when it's a stranger i get very nervous like oh i thought you were gonna be like yeah when say, i drive like, illegally <laughs> well that's true i thought you were gonna say like that i was just gonna question if you've ever been to a drive-thru like i don't like people at my window you know? <laughs> yeah like hey hey can you pass me the food from like six feet yeah. away bro <laughs> put put down the food back up yeah um so trey comes back and uh, while they've been gone uh, uh charlie has found the the picture with the three of them, Chloe, Jimmy, and Trey, all snowboarding together. Um, and so he's going to admit that like they had this on again, off again relationship, but they all hung out. And he's like, yeah, it seems like, uh, uh, you know, she was a big deal and that she skipped town. There was lots of talk. Um, and he offers her, uh, he mentioned this earlier that he'll, he'll give them these blue pills, which will, you know, they'll have a long night. And so when he says that they're ibuprofen, Charlie knows that he's lying. Um, and so she does, it looks like she does take them. Uh, she does hide them like sort of in the side of her mouth. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, they, they keep chatting, you know? Uh, and so I think this is where Trey, uh, Jimmy and Trey are chatting outside. Um, and, um, he's talking about how it never goes away. He wished he could have protected her. Um, he wished he had been strong, uh, oh no, I think this is no, no, this is this is sorry, I'm I'm mixing myself up. Charlie is talking about she had somebody who she wished she had protected and had been strong. Generally, I live in the sunshine, but this year it has eluded me. It's been pretty dark, actually. And Jimmy is like crying as they're chatting together. He's like, I'm uh, not gonna let anything happen to you tonight, Charlie. And says, You believe me? 
uh, she says, yes, I do. Uh, all I want to do is get off the shit mountain. And she knows that he's telling the truth about not wanting anything to happen to Charlie. This is like very good. This is a very good scene. I thought, yeah. uh, Todd. And, yeah. And, uh, actually I think the line is this year it has eroded me. Mm. I think is what she says instead of eluded. I think mm. that, that, uh, that is like being, cause she, she apologizes cause she's, yeah. cause she snaps into the mode of like investigative, thing and he starts kind of breaking down and she's like starts apologizing but it's like this year has eroded me it is like started to eat away at me a uh with all the, the sunlight i think i think that's the the line uh but maybe she uh, says yeah. both i know she definitely says uh this year's sun like this essentially saying like the sunshine has eluded me it's yeah. been pretty dark actually yeah yeah um, but you uh, might say both yeah yeah uh i so because because that the, the, this year it has eroded me that that line does really like struck me as like charlie being vulnerable in a way that we don't really see her be vulnerable well a I, lot. I said this last week ariel that like i i do think like some of this stuff of like i mean the show has been like a bit of a romp right like we we do the we get the murder but then we flash back and charlie's got a new job and it's very fun and this idea that like this is actually this whole thing of like being on the run is actually like taking an extreme toll on her um and i said this last week that like when they're talking together uh her and the um the director like they're talking about uh, the sadness that has been there and the people that they've lost and weren't able to protect. And I thought like that just made like the things that are happening where Charlie is. And then with Charlie's story that I imagine sort of concludes somewhat next week. I just think that's where like the show is really hitting and like firing on all cylinders, I guess. Yeah. And like, you do feel for me, like as funny as some of this is, and you know, my, my favorite episode is the, uh, the MAGA dog episode as well. Um, <laughs> It, this dramatic stuff it just feels like it's when it was working like on russian doll for instance it's uh, yeah so i was just about to it. say it's very russian dolly it's yeah. just like the stakes feel so high and it just yeah. feels like you're hurtling towards this thing that is inescapable yeah yeah and we know we know that like they're on her tail right so she by the yeah. end of the episode right so as she goes to drink the uh, out of the cup she has a flash of An anaheim shores and she has these flashes of Trey moving her and then this man putting on coconut sunscreen. This is a little bit hard to I, I, I was like, what happened? I don't know what happened. Is what the hell is this? And just, oh, that's Trey's coconut rum. Uh, let me go find uh, uh, Morty and get out of here. Uh, and um, yeah. And so she then ends up taking the ibuprofen out of her. Not the ibuprofen. It's not ibuprofen. She takes it out of her mouth. Uh, but she does joke. Wow. Strong ibuprofen. Um, this was, I, I, yeah, I didn't quite understand. It took me like a second to realize what she's basically having, as you mentioned early, uh, a sense memory of the smell of coconut and remembering that like as Jimmy is moving her, that's why she smells Anaheim Shores because he she can smell the coconut rum on his breath and it reminds her of the coconut at the uh a sunscreen yeah, right. at the anaheim shores beach uh it's very clever i thought maybe they could have done like one thing to to like get you there because i was like wait i think that's the answer todd but mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah you saw the episode seven times is that <laughs> <laughs> yes so that that's definitely that's definitely the answer that's definitely okay. what, what happened is uh yeah and and i'm sure it was not the happiest time in her life thankfully she just like it smelled coconut and her unconscious brain made the connection yeah. i also think uh, i thought it's funny because whenever she first uh, goes oh that's strong ibuprofen and starts to pass out i was a little annoyed like wait why would Charlie? Why would you take it? Why would you take it? 
And then she spits it out and she's like, I do propen BS. I'm like, oh, okay. But I have to say, I think Charlie had to have picked up some acting tips while she's working at the dinner theater because she did a really convincing performance of like being drugged and passing out. So yeah. kudos to Charlie. She deserves an award for that little performance. Yeah. So Trey comes back to the motel and this is where him and Jimmy are there. They're going to start arguing uh, because like he, Jimmy's going to realize that like Trey has killed uh, Morty. Um, and um, so uh he's he's saying i didn't want to risk it because some because because of some girl who went crazy on him and so this is going to trigger jimmy who we're going to realize that like the story that trey has told jimmy all these years that she od'd on the uh the bad cocaine that he sold him is not a true uh, uh a story as they're like sort of fighting uh charlie is able to fully like lie detector everything that trey is saying right he's like um uh, you know, he's going to leave you like he's going to leave you in a haunted moose lodge. Um, uh, it's bullshit. He killed he'll killed Chloe. Um, and so this is where Jimmy's going to be like, what do you mean? Another chick that went crazy on you. Chloe, did she go crazy on you? You said she had an accident. Bad reaction to the coke. But no, that's bullshit. Did, did you hit her? Did you push her? Um, Trey's going to decide to say like we were kids because who cares? Jimmy says I was like a protector, uh, a big brother. That's sorry. That's what Trey is telling Jimmy. Hmm. And so they say, let's go out. They, they decide that they're going to kill um, a Charlie. Let's go outside. It'll be cleaner that way. But uh, Jimmy grabs the knife and says no. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so Trey shoots him um, and then tries to shoot Charlie, but there's no bullets left uh, in the gun. Incredible, incredible stroke of luck. This was yeah. insane. I kind of like, I know, I know Charlie's not going to die in episode nine, but I'm like, how do you know and I, it's classic like guys uh, no more bullets left in the gun and i think we kind of j- there's another show i think yeah there's another show that's is not very good that rich and i were joking about how like uh really no more bullets in the gun but i don't know there was it was tense in this scene todd yeah 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 i was very much in a how is she going to get out of this situation mindset because yeah. she is like can she's hobbled she can't do anything and he is like I, I I saw the no bullets coming just like right as he's yeah. coming. I'm like, yeah, it's he's not gonna really shoot her. There's 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 no way. Mm-hmm. But still, I didn't know how she was gonna be able to get out of the situation. Like yeah. I kept I kept looking at his ankle monitor, expecting it to come on at some point. Right. I kept checking that to happen possibly, but uh, no, it was yeah. It's the and just Jimmy's death caught me by surprise. I was not expecting, and yeah. it was like so brutal. The bullet hit the bullet hole, just appearing in his head, just like, I, wow. I I do think that the thing that the show I'll give a lot the show a lot of credit for is that they are totally been willing to kill off. Like it's not like one person is murdered at, at the beginning of this, and everybody else is free. Like essentially, other than Charlie, anybody is fair game to be dead by the ep- end of the episode. They've like repeatedly shown that like multiple people can die, uh, which I think is like there are like stakes to coming on and being a guest uh, <laughs> on the show that you might die. So they have a confrontation. <laughs> Charlie tries to stab him. Uh, he ends up punching her and he stabs her in the chest. I, I didn't go back, Todd. Were you able to catch like the moment that she's able to swipe the ankle monitor uh, off of yeah. him? I didn't catch it at all. So uh, it's, they don't, you can't really see it, but she, you know, she slashes them on the leg that has the ankle monitor. Mm. So it's like, she's like cutting through the ankle uh, monitor. So smart. Doing it, I see. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. 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 Cause, yeah. cause I was the same way the first time I watched it. I had no yeah, clue. I was like, then, wow. She really learned from more very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. on the rewatch, I watched to see if you could see it happening. And you, you saw you see her cut the leg, but you don't really see her. And you see her kind of like flailing, like she's reaching out for something, but you don't uh, actually. So see you her. see enough. I, you see enough. Yeah. If you're 
for it. Yeah. I mean, so this episode was, I believe, directed by Ryan Johnson. I'm not yeah. sure who, if he wrote it as well. I'll check that as we're chatting. I do think like, I think this episode is very clever and I actually really like, uh, so it's not, it's not written by Ryan Johnson, it's written by Nora Zuckerman and Lilla Zuckerman, uh, um, presumably. Classic uh, so Zuckerman, these, these episodes. The Zuckermans. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I do think like there's a, you know, these like moments that are like missing just a smidge to feel for them to feel, I think really satisfying like that, that does work. I think the like slicing down the leg, but, um, then it's like, they almost save that reveal then for the thing. And it's like, you're not, you, I feel like without talking about it, I would just leave this and, and never probably think about how, how the, she got the, the monitor, uh, off of her. Like I, I wondered. But I was like, I, I guess she just gets it at some point. Whereas, like, I feel like they, it was clever to like step, like cut down his leg and and like essentially chop the, you know, the 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 thing holding the ankle monitor on. That's really clever. And I think the same thing with like the sense memory stuff. That like it just maybe needs like something else to be a little bit more obvious. Again, this is my classic. Like I wait, go back and forth whether I want uh, showrunners to think I'm more smart than I am or dumber <laughs> than I am. And in this case, I need them to think I'm dumber. Um. So he dumps her in the hole. Uh, he wipes the blood off uh, of the floor and he chucks this towel on the fire. He grabs uh, the cup with the rum, but it has the blue pills have like uh, dissolved in it. And so he's uh, like sort of stumbling through the woods um, uh, and he sees the stag. He gets home right at 658. He laughs. He celebrates uh, his parole officers at the door. And as he's cleaning his leg, his ankle monitor is gone and we flash and it's in Charlie's hands while Charlie is breathing in the hidey hole. Incredible. I just, uh, you, you knew like he's being so cocky that, you know, something's going to blow up in his face. You just don't know what. And this was, this was the best thing because she literally cut off like a GPS device. So (laughs) well, artists uh or like the easiest way for yeah. somebody to find her for sure yeah and so todd the the blue pills are basically another red herring right because yeah. like, we think that he's not gonna make it home he's gonna pass out he does make it home and then immediately it's like oh the thing that actually gets him in trouble is that um that which is way smarter that's way better than and she doesn't even mean to like leave the pills like i don't think she's like fully like someone will accidentally drink this I, maybe she does i don't know yeah, no, I I fully expected him to pass like right outside the gate. I expected him right. to like be almost home and then pass out and have the guy find him. I expected the pills to play a much bigger role. So yeah, it was like a huge red herring because because anyone that saw him drink it like ah oh, here's what they're doing and they're like nah, uh, nope. uh, you know yep. we got one more twist. So I was I was shocked whenever he actually got into the house in time. Then I was I was expecting the uh, parole officer to already be inside the house waiting for him. That's what I thought was going to happen. Right. So I was like completely completely blindsided by the actual way that he got caught so um she wakes up she says merry christmas like it's very funny because we know it's february so it's mm-hmm. not christmas so i think it's very funny and she's in the hospital and she says oh mother effing robocop and she's like <laughs> tied up in all this like stuff and um she hears on the news that they have found uh essentially jane silva and and charlie kale um and then she's listed as Jane, Jane Doe. Doe. So my thought here is, but is the idea that like Jane Jane Silva, who we know is like that's a more. So do they think that the the bones, the bones have been in there for ten years? Are Charlie Kale? They identify them as Charlie Kale, or she has her wallet. Jane Morty clearly has Charlie's wallet. So that's they presume that Jane is Charlie, and the bones are 
Jane Silva. I I'm a little like I or maybe I, maybe the bones are that are her, and then they think Morty is is Charlie. But well, they, I do think oh, the wallet like, has to be like yeah, like I, I mean, other than it being a photo ID, but like if she has no photo ID, she doesn't have a light, whatever. So right. yes, let's but, presume that like Morty is identified as Charlie Keel because Morty will have Charlie's wallet, right? Yeah. So. I was a, uh, this is something that I didn't catch all the names either time I watched, I wasn't paying that close of attention. Uh, because I just thought, I thought when they were saying, cause they said they found, cause they said they found closed remains. They also found two more bodies, which would have been a, uh, a, uh, the guy, Jimmy. And, uh, oh, so maybe did I just mishear it? And it's James, it, it was Jimmy Silva. And so it, it may have been cause, cause they said they found two more bodies and they said two names. The second name was Charlie Kale. So I think the idea is that they found a Jimmy's body there, but they also found Morty's body with Charlie's wallet. A, uh, wallet and thought that she was Charlie. That's okay, I, I don't. Happened. Okay, I. Well, I, I, I missed. I missed the names complete. I missed the first name completely about the Charlie thing, and so I just made did the math because they said two bodies. So I just assumed it was that a, makes uh, way more sense. So I feel like I've confused. I've made it intentionally confusing, uh, unintentionally, I guess. Yeah. No, but I, um, I do think it'll come into play. Like at probably in the finale, she had she is wearing the Jane Doe bracelet, so I think that's important. So that is important, obviously, except then we get the singer at the end of the episode, which is that uh, our man Cliff Legend is there. He gets a call from Sterling. Uh, Cliff says, it's over. We got her. Just tell me how deep to dig the hole. And he's sitting outside uh, the Denver. Hole. Yeah, sitting outside. He's like, you don't have to dig a hole at all. Uh, there's, already a hole, there's already a hole built. Yeah, yeah there, There's a spot. Just got to find the spot. So, I mean, Charlie is in pretty rough shape setting up next week's uh, finale as uh, Cliff is right outside the hospital. She's like, you know, get her like leg posted up. It's going to be hard a, to run. Yeah. Neck brace. Yeah. Yeah. Is she just going to get a job at the hospital? <laughs> Ooh, that's good. She she huh. needs a job where she can be in a wheelchair the whole time and like hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is episode nine, Escape from Shit Mountain. Uh, Todd, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to come on. Always fun to talk with you, too. And it's a yeah. blast to talk about this show, which I have been loving. I love that there was a horror reference uh, in, in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you up to and where can people find you, Todd? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Librarian Todd because Todd Librarian was too many characters. Uh, you can find me every week over on One Indescribable Podcast where Adam H.T. Lindy and I go through the late great show Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Uh, we are about at the halfway point of the first season. It's been a lot of fun. And I also was recently on a Shit 90 Show talk me hmm. uh, talking about a, a Dawson's Creek. Uh, okay, I did re-listen to it, and it's James Silva. I'm so sorry for causing <laughs> unnecessary confusion, but yeah, James. That's, I heard James Silva and so thought that that was Morty's real. I thought that that was Morty's real name, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, and then was like totally lost in my notes. Yeah. I love that you so, can clone yourself, and like one of you was watching the episode, and the other one of you was podcasting. I was just listening while Todd was doing it, so I did uh, miss Todd's no, plugs, I, but yeah. <laughs> um, Grace will wow. never know where to find me. The truth time. comes out. <laughs> Incredible. You're on shit 60 shows taught you, I think. Uh, <laughs> Something like that. Leave it to Beaver, right? Exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, Ariel, what about you? What are you up to? Where can people uh, find you? I am also on Twitter at that other Ariel, covering movies with you, Grace, covering Dark with you and DM Philly, and uh, covering Grey's Anatomy with Chappelle. So look out for all those. Wow. So fun. I am covering The Last of Us, the recaps with Mike Bloom. 
and Video Game Club with Taryn Armstrong. Uh, also have uh, RHAP Game Night. Uh, and, of course, doing a daily succession rewatch pod as they've announced season four is the final season. Actually, uh, if you're listening to this, because a, a, a new trailer dropped today. So uh, Jess and I hopped on our action stations uh, and recapped the, the two minute 40 uh, trailer, uh, the uh, ratio to content to, to time. We did about 20, 25 minutes. So 25 minutes on three minutes of content. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at high from grace for anything else I'm doing. We'll be back next week with the season finale recap of poker face until then. Bye-bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.